tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Oh, yeah! Da, 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 da. Yeah, you hear that? That's the Monday Night Football theme, and that means we are back for another week of AfterBuzz TV's Monday Night Football Recap. Yes, speaking of cap, I'm your host, Christina Kaplan. Oh, that's nice there. That was a nice little segue. I haven't heard that one before since day one. (laughs) Next to me is my day one. Hey, guys, I'm Steph Z. You guys can tweet me at I-A-M-S-C-E-F-Z along the way. Yes, and across from us, some very special guests, Benjamin and Matthew Royer. Hi, guys. They just wrapped the first season on Disney Channel of Best Friends Whenever, right? Yes, that's for sure. We will talk about that more later in the show, but first, let's get right into it. I have to, to let you guys know that... Matthew over here is the Chargers fan. If you can see his Chargers shirt under under yeah. his sweet vest, and next to him, his brother Benjamin is a Cowboys fan. Yes, and we asked them before the show, "How did that happen?" And they said, "I don't know." Why is he a Why is he a Cowboys fan? He said, "Wait, what did you tell me?" I, I'm just a Cowboys. Fan. No, you said I'm a Cowboys fan because I'm a Cowboys fan. Yeah. It was as simple as that. I love it. I think the Cowboys, you know, it's very interesting that you guys are a Chargers fan and a Cowboys fan because if you think about those two teams, those are two of the teams that, you know, all in all have great quarterbacks. I know they're not, like, great, great, you know, but I'm saying yeah. the the person that the quarterback is, the leader of the team, mm-hmm. is yeah. is a hero. Not a hero, that's dramatic. But it, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, there's certain quarterbacks that when they take the field, they're a leader. That's what I want to say. Yeah, they're both know, like, team they're, captains. They're both team captains, but not, not even are they only the team captain, but when they step on the field, they're a leader. You know, you want to be playing for Tony Romo. He's going to yes. give it everything he's got. Phillip Rivers, everything he's going to, they're going to lay it out all on the field. They're not just showing up for a paycheck. They still love the game like, you know, young people love the game. Yeah, definitely. That's my tidbit about the picking of the two teams. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I like your tidbit there. I'm just saying. So tonight we had Houston against Cincinnati. The Bengals went into it 8-0, came out of it 8-1. and That's right. If you haven't heard already, the Texans defeated them. Spoiler alert. I know, right? <laughs> Um, okay, so not a very exciting game, as we talked about before the show here. Um, wait, wait one, of, one of you was telling me, naming off the only plays that we had to... Okay, so Matthew. name those off again, Matthew. Yeah. We only have three field goals, one touchdown, one extra point, and three interceptions to talk about. There yeah. you go. We do, though, wait, come on. We have a little bit of amazing defense to talk about. Sure. We have a little bit of a quarterback that... I feel like we might all be on the same page, kind of. We're like, oh, no, Yates is coming in. You know, it was like the Texans had a chance, and then you see Foyer out for a concussion or whatever, and then you see, 
Yates coming in, you're like, oh, man, maybe they were going to do it. Maybe they were going to upset. So I feel like that was good that he came in and he kept it together. He made some he key plays. He led the team. He led them. Yes. Made some key plays. He's the only one that threw that touchdown. That what did you, yeah, tell me, what did you guys think of that awesome catch by DeAndre Hopkins? It was just really amazing. How he stayed inbounds just mind-boggled me. Um, DeAndre Hopkins' catch was incredible. Um, he one-handed, jumping in the air. He's he was able to get two feet down. It was incredible. Better than Odell Beckham's one-hand catch? No. 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 Yeah. I, I would only say yes because it was against the Cowboys. <laughs> I oh. see. So so if it weren't against the Cowboys. Yes. Okay. That's okay. fair enough. That's fair. I like that. A true fan. What do you guys <laughs> think, you know, are, do you guys play sport? You're big sports fans. Yes. Do you play? So, I mean, I know you're really busy with your schedule and stuff, so you might not play sports. But do you, what can you? Is there something in the acting world that you can relate? What it might feel like to make that catch? Like, is there a day when you know you're on set and something happens? Like, what is something that you can relate that feeling to? Whenever you have a one take wonder, it feels like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> one take and then it's all over with. But that's nail the very, line and get off, walk that's off. That's very set. rare, though. Is it rare? Yeah. yeah. Um, I would have to say when you end the day early. <laughs> there it is. Because then you can go watch more sports. Yeah. yeah. There it is. It all comes full circle. Yes, I love that. Yeah, they gave us a full rundown of all of their teams that they follow. I agree with some of them. I'm I'm, I'm siding with. Uh, with some of the picks, but not all of them. Dodger fan through and through, I like that. But we got a Clippers fan over here. Wait, yes, is you the Clippers fan? I am the Clippers fan. He 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 got me with the Chargers, but then lost me with the Clippers. So yeah, but that's okay. And then I saved you with the Lakers. You did, you did. There it goes. Okay, so let's talk about the first half. Um, I wrote down this stat that they put up on the screen that Cincinnati had 118 pass yards in the first half. I sh- didn't catch the uh, Houston's first half pass yardage quick enough, but I know it was significantly less than 118. Right. DeAndre Hopkins had three targets, zero receptions in the whole first half. Mm-hmm. And uh, what do you guys think was the main factor for that? Do you think it was the pass rush coming from the Texans on to Andy Dalton? Was, you know, he wasn't able to get his, um, or I'm sorry, I'm Mix oh, yeah. it. Yes, yeah, other way like, around. The pass rush about? from the Bengals onto Brian Hoyer, or do you think it was just mismatch on on defense? Like whoever was covering him, I don't know who it was. I have to say the um, the Bengals linebackers, defensive backs, and cornerbacks were incredible tonight. Yeah, they made some plays that you wouldn't think. A bunch of guys stepped up on the D line, also. Right. I would have to say the D-line was what caused that. The D-line for the Bengals was dominant tonight. Well, they have some notable pass rushers like Carlos Dunlap. And I forget, I wrote down, I think, the other guy that um, made it, got a sack in that last... You know, while, you, it? while you I looked know, that up, it was... Um, you know, for me, too, is... I didn't. I don't know if you guys agree with this, but I didn't... I like when quarterbacks take charge and run a hurry-up offense. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Foyer was running a hurry-up offense, but... He wasn't, they weren't getting set. So yeah. then that was, you know, it's like you want to rush the D, but the D was responding with rushing him. Yeah. So he was being forced to make plays that maybe weren't, 
exactly the way he thought it was going to happen. Yeah, it was AJ Hawk at the end of the game had that sack to force the third and long with four, right. four minutes left, and he AJ Hawk used to play. They were mentioning on uh, the Packers, he was a a formidable force for them, but. Yeah, I agree with you guys that I think that that D-line for the Bengals tonight played really well, and I think their offense just couldn't support them. No, there was a lot of drop passes. I feel like there was a lot of missed routes. You know what I mean? It was like the ball was there, they weren't. There was, there was, And it's just so funny because you see the history of these two teams for some reason, and I think that's across the board how it's funny how when there's two teams that have a rival, I don't even know if they're a rival, but... Sometimes these two teams, like the Texans have beat them time after time after time. So for some reason, this Texans team gives the Bengals, even though the Texans going in were 3-5 and five and the Bengals are 8-0, and they give them a run for their money and they turn over W's with them, which yeah. is crazy. I mean, going home, or playing at home, I should say, the Bengals, yeah. I mean, had the advantage by far. J.J. Uh, Watt even was saying at the end of the game that Everyone was saying, you got, you guys can't do it. You guys can't do it. Well, we did it. He said, <laughs> yeah. well, how y'all doing? Yeah. That's what that, he said. Yeah. He a little accent. He said, well, how y'all doing? Which is interesting because I don't know that we heard him. We did cover Hard Knocks here. So I don't know that we heard him talk so much yeah. in Hard Knocks because the, the uh, Texans were the team. So I feel like it was interesting to see him do that. And because we've been following that team this season more closely because they were on Hard Knocks, you know, you know... You know, you, you see what's happening out there. You see Charles Douglas, and you're like, man, that's how it sucks. You, yeah. know, you see these little things that makes it interesting to watch, and that's why I was just kind of cheering for them. Yeah. What do you guys think of J.J. Watt? Um, J.J. Um, Watt and um, Vince Wolfrick and the rest of the um, D-line of the Texans did a great job tonight. They kept on rushing Andy Dalton enough to make him throw away passes or throw interceptions. Yep. Uh, what I think about J.J. Watt is the Bengals did a great job of keeping him they didn't let him sack anybody until the end of the game, which I think was a mistake by them. They should have let J.J. Watt done his thing, but ignored everybody else. They focused yeah. too much on the safeties or the cornerbacks. They they should have focused a little more. So you think that the because they focused so much on trying to contain J.J. Watt, they didn't leave enough coverage for the rest yeah. of their the the offense. I see. I, I'd have to and agree with you on that one. Yeah, I feel I, I forgot forgive me, I forgot which one, but one of you guys did the commercial with JJ Watt. Correct? I did. You did. Okay. So Matthew, tell us a little bit about what was it like, you know, meeting JJ Watt. I mean you hear all these things about how great he is and all this charitable work he does where he doesn't bring the cameras with him. What tell us a little bit about that experience. Um he's one of the nicest people I've ever met. He's like really really nice it's crazy because when he's in the room you know he's in the room he's a really big he doesn't maybe look that big on television but he's a giant in real life really what was the commercial that you did again a verizon mobile okay cool yeah I don't know. I'm going to have to go Google that or YouTube that and look it up because I'm interested now to see yeah. how you how you interacted with him. Oh, yeah. Look, Fantasy Stats Guru yeah. said that the Texans knocked the Bengals out of the playoffs two times in recent history. Yes. And if you guys remember, yeah. if you remember, we had Ben on the show a few weeks ago. He was one of our number one fans. Uh, he was in town, so we had him on. He's always bringing the stats. So you guys would probably be good friends with him since you're so into the sabermetrics over here. So, Ben, 
hit these guys up. They can probably, they might be able to give you a run for your money. Cause I think so. They yeah. were dropping some stats earlier. I was like, whoa, okay, I'm gonna stop arguing. <laughs> Kershaw, Granky, we won't go there though. We won't go there. Okay, so we already, we mentioned DeAndre Hopkins. Didn't do well in the first half. Second half. Different story. Obviously, yes, a different story. Um, that first catch he had to begin, he had, or his first reception was the beginning of the third quarter, which was a crucial, I think it was a first down for, for them. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so, and the Texans were, were giving Hoyer and Yates, uh, excellent pass protection for the most part. They weren't really letting those, um, you know, defensive ends get around mm-hmm. too much. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, so, okay, the Texans defense, do we want to talk about the Texans defense? They're out there without Jadavian Clowney. So, yeah. Whitney Merciless has been taking over for him, and he played great tonight. He had a lot of key plays in, in, uh, for the defense. I feel like their defense is, is gotten it together, and, and I agree with you, you when you were saying earlier they were trying to contain JJ Watson. I mean, you saw Brian Cushing make key plays. Yeah. You saw Will yeah. Burke make a couple plays. You know, like, they're spreading out. It's like a lot of the times it's all on JJ's back, and I feel like they're learning to spread it out because teams are trying to contain him more, and I feel like they were doing that more effectively. There we go. Fantasy Sacks Guru. Sorry, I'm just gonna call I need to call uh, you Ben from now on, now that we know you. Uh, he helped me out there with, uh, he said the Texans had 64 um, pass yards in the first half where I said, you know, Cincinnati had 118. So it was very off balance right. there in that first half. However, the end of the game, the passing yards, 174 for Houston and 183 for the Bengals. So pretty, it evened out, uh, pretty well in towards the, the end of that yeah. game. Yeah. yeah. I think once they started getting DeAndre Hopkins into the game, um, what's his Fedor- Fedorovich? Is that how you say Fedora. 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 Fedorowitz. Yeah. He had a, a pivotal catch there at one point too. So, what did you guys think of Houston's offense in the second half versus the first half? Houston's offense in the second half was still very slow, but they had some pivotal plays in the in the third quarter and late in and early in the fourth quarter. They were able to get that touchdown with DeAndre Hopkins, and that just brought the offense up. And the um, the energy in the stadium lower. Yeah, I think Kirby Yates is what made that second half so good for the um, Texans um, because they were letting him throw long. They didn't care if he threw the interception. They wanted to get that touchdown because no touchdown has happened in that game yet. Yeah, they wanted to get that first touchdown, get it out of the way. So I think that's why the Texans won that game. Yeah, definitely. I mean. Like Steph Z said in the beginning, everyone kind of held their breath when TJ Yates went in. But I think he played well. His final stats, he was 5 of 11 with 69 yards and a touchdown. I mean, he bar- he didn't really, would he play only the fourth quarter? Or was he playing in the third, too? I think he started no, in the was, late yeah. third? Yeah, it was a late third. So late third, full fourth quarter. I mean, those are pretty good stats. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, the stats, I mean, I don't know if anyone else is is looking at this and seeing it, but the stats to me are so crazy in this game. It's like they're so similar. They both, both teams had 16 first downs. 
The Texans had 61 plays. The Bengals had 62 plays. Both teams had total yards, 256 yards. The passing yards were within 10 differential. The rushing yards were in 10. You know, there were nine yards difference there, nine yards different rushing. The penalties was the only thing that was a really big difference. And the Bengals had two turnovers and the, the Texans had one. I feel like you don't see it that close in yeah. a lot of games. Do you guys find yeah. that? I'm um, talking about a close game. Um, at the end of the game when um, the Bengals were on their last run, um, Tyler Eifert, Eifert? Eifert? Yeah. If he, um, to me he's the, arguably the best tight end in the league next to Rob Gronkowski. Um, but he is, um, he had a pivotal play where he dropped the ball and if he didn't drop the ball, AJ Green might have not fumbled that pass. Yeah. Was that the one where Brian Cushing was breathing down his neck? I don't remember. Oh, there was like a guy right on him. I think that was when Brian Cushing yeah. was literally right there, and it was that moment that when you're a receiver and you know that you're getting mauled, it was uh-huh. sometimes you drop the pass. I think mm-hmm. that I remember which one you're talking about. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah, I was surprised that AJ Green fumbled the ball in general. AJ Green usually has great hands. So I was really surprised when he fumbled the ball at that end of the game. Well, it was. I feel like it was more because uh, Quentin Demps punched it out. He yeah. got like it. Was, he got lucky and hit yeah. the ball perfectly. Yeah, but usually, he even if he punches it out, he usually has a good secure um, with his hands on. The yeah, ball. I think. Yeah, yeah, he could have. He could have held it in a little bit more yeah. um, for sure. But well, how much do you guys think that it's at this point in time when you're down, when you're losing? to the Texans and your undefeated team, how much of it do you think becomes mental? You know what I mean? Like, do you think that the Texans got in their head and that's why... Because they were making... It was almost they were playing super sloppy. Like, the Bengals have been so um, on point. They've been so underrated. And now it's like... Even when the Texans were losing, I felt like it was the Texans game. Bengals, the stadium wasn't anywhere. Yeah. I, I couldn't see the atmosphere in the stadium at all. I feel like they were at Bengals, but I feel like the Texans were felt like they were playing at home. Yeah. Um, I think that played a big part mental game because the Texans really put in their head, what if we're not undefeated? And that's what made the Bengals fans so upset. They kept on cutting to in the game. All, just every after every timeout or half end, they just show a sad Bengals fan. Yeah, yeah it's true. <laughs> yeah, I... They mentioned, too, in the broadcast, too, uh, when I was driving over, one of the, whoever was on the sideline said that the stadium you could clearly hear in the third quarter it had gone very silent. So I think that, that along with the fact that they just didn't really have control of the game at all, right. maybe in the first half a little bit, but they really lost control um, in that second half, which was... A bummer. I, I I don't know. I I know that I'm supposed to want the Texans to win because we covered hard knocks, but I I just wanted. I like the uh, the Bengals. I wanted them to continue the undefeated streak. We're not supposed to. I just feel like no, when I you know. see something like hard knocks. Do you guys watch hard knocks? No. Oh, okay. It's kind of like an inside. It's almost like a backstage. I watch Breaking Ground on WWE. Which is same, same producers, difference. same difference. Oh, yeah. cool. Um, so it's almost like you, I just feel like it's those little things that you know about the players yeah. that make the yeah. players a little bit more tangible. That's yeah. why I find myself rooting for them, even though I picked the Bengals to win. Right, but I was still kind of all right. It's the Texans, though. Like, and last know, year, last year it was the Falcons, so we always yeah. wanted them to win, but they didn't have a good season last year. Not yeah. at all. No. 
but they're they're doing pretty well this yeah. year. They they're set to make the postseason. But yeah, but I don't want still... them to win at all. Why? I don't know. I just don't feel like the Falcons should go all the way. You don't like them? I like the team. I just don't want them to go all the way. Who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? I'm just going to put you. On I the would spot. like the Bengals to go all the way. Wow. Well, is it the hair? Yeah, it's because you're no, Andy Dalton. Because you're Andy Dalton. This is Andy Dalton's one of his first good years. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think he. They may have to push him to go to the postseason. Do you think he bounces back? Do you guys think the Bengals bounce back, or there's going to be another one or two? I mean, you Who know, as soon next? as the Denver Broncos were, lost their undefeated record, it's been like, uh, oh, the Broncos. You know, do you think that yeah. the the Bengals bounce back and they're going to win, or do you think not that we have to go to predictions yet? But I'm just thinking, how do you? What do you think it's going to do to this team that they were on the longest streak of wins that the franchise has ever had, and now they lost to somebody like the Texans? I think it's they will win more games because it was a reality check for them. Well, they needed it. Yeah, definitely. But they face the Cardinals next week yeah. in Arizona, I Sunday have. night football. Oh, yeah. Or yeah, it's Sunday night football. It's going to be a tough matchup for them because the Cardinals are playing really well right now. I feel like the Cardinals is my pick to win the Super Bowl. Oh, um, but. I think the Cardinals are one of the toughest matchups you could have at this point of the season. They're a team that they've lost two games, but the all seven games that they've won have been quality games. Yeah. Did you watch the game this, this past Sunday? Yesterday? I watched part of it. Yeah. I mean, they played really well, and and they have a lot of threats on offense and defense. They're very a very well-balanced team. Like, the Honey Badger was making some crucial plays there for them. Yeah. And then, you know, you still have Larry Fitzgerald, Andre Ellington. Michael Floyd was balling for them. So, I think it's going to be a tough matchup for Andy Dalton and the Bengals. But we'll get to predictions later. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Talk about that. But oh, also too, I want to give a shout out to our boy Jonathan. He is in Laguna Beach for a few weeks on another gig. But uh, we miss you. Thanks for being in the chat role and participating. Yeah, and uh, Ben, our fantasy stats guru, mentioned up there, which is a good stat to bring up that the Bengals ten or you know in their last couple of prime time games they struggle. They struggle when they're in prime time. They struggle in the playoffs. Andy Dalton has never won a playoff game. I feel like when they're in a game where they're playing with the only team in that day, I feel like there's a little pressure because that's everybody's watching. Yes, right. I agree with it's you. It's not just it's just like it's not like a Sunday afternoon where there's like six games going on and you get a certain amount of they get like a little amount of viewers and you have little to worry about. So, do you think it's Andy Dalton that gets nervous, or do you think it's the team as a whole? Team as a whole. Interesting. I think do you agree? I think so too. Cincinnati isn't one of the biggest football towns around, but I feel like they always just like fall when they get to the postseason. They never do good. And I think this could be this their year because they need it. They they just really need it. Well, yeah, and this is the best. Like Steph said, this is the best start in franchise history. Mm-hmm. Um, they they have been up to this game playing really well. Obviously, they were undefeated, so there's a great chance for them to at least get the first win of the postseason down and out of the way. I don't know how far. I don't know if I think they will make it to the Super Bowl, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Right. Um, so we still have the Panthers undefeated. We still have the Patriots undefeated. Is it just those two now? Yeah. I think so. I think so. One AFC, one NFC. Yeah. 
Interesting. What do you guys think? I want to hear your your take on the Panthers this season. We mentioned it before the show that the Panthers were horrible last season. Led they still their, made the postseason. Yes, they led their division with a losing record. This season, they're nine and zero. What's different? What What do you think happened? They're an all around great team. Yeah, um, they have everything you need. They have a wide receiver. They have a tight end. They have Cam Newton. They have a great defense. They have everything you need to be a solid team in the NFL. Jonathan Stewart, running back. Don't yes. worry about him. <laughs> I think this year they don't have as many injuries. Yeah. They're lucky. They This year is the year of the injury. They're lucky they haven't got a major player injured yet. So I think if they don't, if they keep that up, then they're fine. They're going to go all the way if they do. Yeah, that's a great point that you make there, um, that the, the Panthers really haven't had a major injury yeah. yet. So hopefully that, that luck stays with them because that's – Everyone has been going down this season, yeah. including your boy Benjamin Tony, Tony Romo. But the whole Cowboys team is gone. He's he's coming back this season, or I mean, sorry, this week. This week. No. But let's hear. You told you said my you take, had a different yeah. take on that. Uh, I, this is just my opinion, but I think the Cowboys should sit Romo for the rest of the season. Make sure he's a hundred percent. They're they're most likely not going to be in the playoffs with their record at this moment. And the the most they're going to get is maybe if they step it up. The division spot, but most likely would be probably a um, wild card if they had a chance. But I think um, they should just keep with the Whedon Castle mashup. Really? Yes. Even though they're 0 7 without Tony Romo? Yes. I think the Cowboys and Chargers should just tank the season, get that early draft pick, and both the Cowboys need another QB. Because Romo's not, if he gets injured again, they're going to need a good QB and the Chargers need a good O-lineman. Yeah, that is very true. The Chargers O-line is horrible. It's so funny that you guys say that because I remember last year, my team, the Jets, we we finished 4-12, and but at the end of the season we won like two games or something and, and there was a hashtag going around that said, suck for the duck so that we could be terrible so that we would get a higher pick so we could get uh, Mariota. And that's kind of what you guys are saying. It's almost like your season's not... You're not going to win the Super Bowl this season, so play bad, which is an interesting strategy that I wonder if some teams ever... I mean, like, I don't think teams blow games on purpose, but it's but an you, interesting concept, you know? Yeah. I mean, the problem is the Chargers are inadvertently losing every game. Like, they're trying, but they're just that team. Yeah. They're that they're almost... Just, they're an almost the team. Char- the they Chargers almost win. Just, um, the problem with the Chargers is the O-line. Yeah. They have so many injuries on the O-line, and if you don't have a great O-line, the QB can't do anything. Phil Rivers can't do anything. Yeah. If someone's always always rushing you, you can't do anything. But Philip Rivers is still finding a way to get passing yards. But Keenan Allen's injured. Yes. Antonio Gates our, is out for our, a little our, bit. Our whole entire wide receivers, all of the wide receivers on the Chargers are injured at the moment. Malcolm Floyd, too? Yeah, Mal- yeah Malcolm Floyd went out last game. What do you yeah. think of Melvin Gordon? Melvin Gordon needs to step it up. Yeah. We didn't trade up for that draft pick for nothing. We we need him to show. I agree with a, you. That he's, a re- that he's an NFL running back. You can't be good in college. You have to, if you're good in college, then you have to adjust to the NFL. Right. A lot of people were con- uh, comparing him to Ladanian Tomlinson, who, as you know, never is, do that. Never do I that. I know. They should never the, do that. The number one running back in Chargers history. And a friend, of, or well, he's on NFL Network. He's a great guy, really nice, uh, down to earth human being. So, yeah, I mean, 
I thought that was a little bit of an outrageous comparison as mm-hmm. well. But he still hasn't really done anything at all. Not at all. Um, that first, I think what really ruined his whole entire, like, his whole entire game so far was in the first game of the season. He, his first run was a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And they reviewed it to see if his knee t- touched the ground. And they said it did. But they, but then they replayed it again and it showed that his knee didn't touch the ground. Mm. So, it wasn't called a touchdown. He still has not got a rushing touchdown. So you think that that play got he got into his head, and now he's not he able can. to do it. Hmm. I hope that he can turn it around before the end of the season. Oh, oh yeah. So last week, real quick, when I don't think you were here, Tina Cat, but we started the uh, the suck bucket. Yeah, I heard. Well, I saw when saw when Ben tweeted that. The pitcher, because Ben's The Chargers awesome. were in the suck so, bucket, right? So what we're going to do is we're going to take the moment in the game that you want to put in the suck bucket, like the worst moment. Someone should have caught a pass. Someone should have made a throw. Someone should have made a tackle. A ref made a bad call. I saw a ref fall down in this game. Like, whatever oh, that, that is. Okay. Whatever it is. I know what it like, is. Like, what, what would go in your suck um, bucket? On that play where the... It was, was it the Bengals at the goal line with the ref f- fell down? Yeah. That was, like, I, I had a review, like, my mom No, was, was it the Texans? I, I don't know. And then they hit, kicked the field goal? It's one of the teams. What? So yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I was getting ready to come, come here, and I was watching the game, and I had to rewind it for my mom, because I just can't, couldn't stop stop laughing. What made him fall? I just saw him falling. Yeah. It's his own feet. His own feet. Yeah, poor guy, man. Those guys run around and get tired too. All right, so the ref goes in the suck bucket. What else goes in um, the suck bucket? I think bucket? at the end of the game, Tyler Efert got a pass straight to him, hit him right in the chest, and he pretty much just fell straight down. Yeah. I think if he would have caught that pass, the Bengals could have went on and won that game. All right, I like it. What about you, Tina Cap? What are you putting in the suck bucket? Um, I'm gonna have to agree with Matthew in the uh, Tyler Eifert drop because I mean, come on, it went straight to him, straight like, to him, yeah, right, no, right in his hand. There hands. was no reason yeah. for him to drop it. No, nah, yeah. that was the one that I was thinking about. Too. And the problem is, sorry, I didn't mean okay. to cut you off. Is he's been the X factor for that team yeah, all eight season? Eight touchdowns in the first time. He was scared. He was scared of he Cushing. Played, and, he played bad tonight. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like you know, when you're a receiver, I understand these receivers and the athleticism and what they do to sometimes make these ridiculous, amazing catches. And even if they drop those, everyone's like, "Man, they should have had it." But you really should have. When it hits you in the numbers. Yeah. Well, you gotta catch that ball. Well, you're right. Yeah. It was right in his hand. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it's like right, right directed yeah. at the numbers. Even when, you it, gotta catch even when it bounced off, he still had a chance to catch the ball. Yeah. Yeah, there's no focus there. His eyes are somewhere else. That's what I think happens there. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay, so. Should we get into predict or yeah? Let's get into some picks. or are there any other anything else? Wait, about no. This? Let's 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 talk about your show first, okay, and then we'll do that. predictions. Okay. So, like I said, you just wrapped first season of Best Friends Whenever. It's on Disney Channel. Tell us a little bit about your show and the roles that you play. Um, the show's about two girls, Sid and Shelby, and when they get the power to time travel, they get in a lot of um, a lot of trouble with bad people and it's just a really fun show I play Chet and he plays Brett yes Shelby's younger brothers very cool wow what's been your your most uh, favorite scene to film so far like what was the fun most fun 
Uh, the most fun I've had is going to be in the Christmas episode. Um, we had this really fun action scene. It was really awesome. So we can catch it right before Christmas is what you're saying? Yep, yes. it's going to be in December. Awesome. And An when action does, scene. I'm excited. When does your guys uh, tell the people when they can find your show, what channel, everything like that, what day of the week, all that? Um, You guys can find our show every Sunday at 8.30 and on Disney Channel. Awesome. 8.30 at night or in the morning? In the, at night. Okay. Awesome. So... You just like I said three times already. Now we just wrapped first season, second season. What do you expect from your characters? What do you think's going to happen? That you can tell us. Yeah. I, I expect a lot of a lot of things. Yeah. I expect awesome storylines, awesome action scenes, awesome things that we can do. I expect to do more stunts. Ooh, so you do your own stunts? Some of them. You guys hear that out there? They do their own stunts. Some of them. <laughs> that's pretty, uh, pretty that's, amazing. That's, yeah, that's a hot commodity there. I'm Actors not doing that do any their own stunts. stunts. I'm just sitting here in a chair. Yeah, no. I think the chat roll agrees with Evert. Where is it? Yeah. Oh, yep. Yep, suck bucket. I agree. She is a hardcore as Jets. What? I'm not a Jersey girl. I'm from New York. Get it wait, right. Wait, tell me how your NFL career is going. Wait, what? Oh, I love how the We missed Steph, it. Wait, what, it what said, are they I love how Steph about? said something like a New Yorker. Oh, I, I like I love it. how Steph said numbers like a New Yorker. That's right, Sylvia Love. I'll talk like a New Yorker for you. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> That's funny. Coffee. Forget about it. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Well, okay. So... Let's t- yeah, yeah, let's do let's some picks. So next Monday Night Football, we've got... Wait, predictions. And now, oh. your After Buzz TV predictions. <laughs> you like that? You like it? <laughs> That's cool. That's cool, yeah. All right, so we have, like we said, Cincinnati at Arizona. What's Where are the Texans playing? On the Texans play the Jets. Oh, they do. Texans, are they at home? I don't Texans, Texans are, are at, home. at home. The Jets are away, yeah. Okay, so Texans, Jets, oh, uh, man. Bengals, Cardinals. It makes me At nervous. Arizona. Okay. And next Monday and then Night next, Football yeah. is... Bills, Patriots. In, um... New England, I think. Yeah. Yep. That's a good in one. New England. Okay. Oof. Okay, Benjamin, you I go first. Like yeah, Sylvia, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Uh-huh. She's okay. my new favorite person. Sylvia Love in the chat room with the Jets. Yeah, the Jets Sylvia. Love. I'll it. go first, I guess. Okay. Right, yes. we Should we go game by game? Yes. Yeah, so go Houston, Houston Jets. Who, Texans Jets. Who, you, who do you got there? I got... Be nice. Are you I got Jets over Texans. Yeah, buddy! 14-13. Ooh, Ooh. He's even throwing in a score. All I like right. it. Wait, um, are you going to keep track of everyone? Uh, or do I need to write it down? No, you do. <sighs> Fine. Okay, so next, Cardinals at Arizona. Cardinals, no, Bengals. I'm sorry, Bengals. Yeah, duh. Cardinals are Arizona. Arizona duh. Duh. Bengals. I know you. I know you work nights and your sleep is all off. But get it? No. <laughs> Come on, man. I got, give me a break. Um, Cardinals 35-21. Okay, so we have Jets. We have Cards. All right, and next Monday night, Bills Patriots. I'm going to get Bills make the undefeated team yeah. not undefeated anymore. I like that. I'm going to go a high-scoring game, um, 38-35. I like that. With Bills with a um, last-second field goal. Even though the Bills have been not been playing up to their potential, you're still going to take them? I'm, I'm going to take them. Rex Ryan against the Patriots is sure. another thing. I'm gonna let, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give them a win here. All right. I like it. I like where your head's at, man. You're All right. You're to come back whenever you want. Okay. So in the Jets Texans games I have I have Texans twenty one to ten. 
I didn't like you. Sorry, anyway. Steph. I'm I feel just like <laughs> I feel like them winning this game will let them win the next. And the get next that after. momentum. The momentum. Seems yeah. like Dylan in the chat roll agrees with Matthew. Uh, Texans twenty one, Jets fourteen. All right, Dylan agrees. Kay. And then Bengals versus Cardinals. I have the Cardinals fourteen to three. Wow, you really think the Bengals are going to be held to one singular field goal? I think so. Wow. And then right. Bills Patriots, I have Bills 34 to 17. All right. Wow, 34 to 17? You think the Bills defense can stop the Pats like that? Yep. Confident. Brady's going to have a bad game. Oh, I love, I love it. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to go Cincy. I'm a, I don't, I'm I'm going to go Cincy. Obviously Jets, so we don't even need to say that out loud. Cincy Jets Bills. <laughs> Boom. Bills 3 out of 4 so far. Okay. I do I think the Patriots they got lucky against the Giants. They got Way too lucky. lucky. They're Way losing it. Lucky. And you got to think about it with the Patriots. I mean, I'm sure you guys know, but every four years, the conferences and the teams are set the same. And every four years, it's like they have more advantage at home, more advantage at away. So if you look at it, the Patriots in 2007, when they went undefeated, it's eight years ago. So it's the same cycle. So Mm -hmm. that's why they're going undefeated. They haven't beat many winning teams. So this whole Patriots undefeated thing, it's not going to last. They're not winning the Super Bowl. They're going to lose. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to have to just... And Edelman's out. Yeah. I know that was a big loss for them, for sure. And Lewis, Deion Lewis, their number one running back. What's going on? <laughs> Alexis, I love you. Our engineer is a Pats fan, and she is giving me crap on the, the chat all <laughs> here, but that's okay, because I'm still, I'm still, still, still going to say it. Yeah. They're, not beating win- they're not beating winning teams. It's the same thing that happened in 2007. It's the same sort of schedule. She's got, she's got the numbers to prove it. All right, I'm going Jets over Texas. Yeah, I think this is the first time in the world you picked my Jets. No, I picked them last season, I think. I don't think you did. <laughs> okay, well. I love you. I love you more. Okay, and I'm going with, I'm sorry, the Cardinals are definitely going to yes. defeat the Bengals. And I'm going to say Bills, too. I'm going to yeah! make it a four. Yeah! four out of four. Yes. Air five. Oh, Air yeah. five. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, We're all going Bills because... Bill Why not? Belichick is going down. No, I just feel like Rex Ryan knows the <laughs> Patriots, and Rex. Oh, is sorry, him. Alexis. And I feel like, I mean, it's just you know, it's it's time for them to lose. Yeah. And it would make me just not just as happy. It would make me almost as happy as for the Patriots to be knocked off their undefeated season by Rex Ryan because I loved Rex Ryan. Yeah. So I still am. It's the only time I'll root for a team in my, you know, division to win. Wait, so quickly, were you guys shocked at the firing of Rob Ryan from the Saints today? Yes, the Saints defense have been, has been terrible all season. So you weren't yeah. shocked? You think yeah. that it was a, a good choice to fire him? It was a good choice to fire, choice him. To fire yeah. him, but I think they should have done it in the offseason. I think it's a little too late Yeah, to um, fire him. They were to fire him, it would be week three, week four, and looking at how they played. And yeah. early going. What was the what was the score of their game? They lost by a lot. Yes, I think that's what decided it. Yes, and they lost to somebody pretty horrible, didn't they? Oh, uh, they lost to the Redskins forty seven fourteen. Yes. Yeah, when that's when cousin gets forty seven cousins it's gets forty seven points. I don't know. Not good at all. No. I don't know. No. Is there any other major NFL news that you guys want to talk about before we uh, get out of here? Oh, he's like, let me look at them in the chat roll. 
Alexis writing for AfterBuzz TV. Ben, I thought you were with us. We all picked the bills, Ben. What's happening here? What's happening? Come on, Castle fans. I'm a Castle fan, too. I am Rick Castle. Come on now. Sylvia anyway, agrees, though. On. She says Brady will not go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Here, let me see if there's any NFL news that just <laughs> happened. Oh, he's going to give you breaking news yeah. right Uh-oh. now. Um, Rams benched Colt Foles. Really? They're starting Keenum Sunday. Case Keenum? Yeah. Is that his name, right? Th- there was an interesting... Um, stat that I saw earlier where they had a, um, I don't know the stats were up to, I think maybe I took a picture. It was Bradford and Foles and how like the trade didn't really work out for either one of them. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Stafford is injury prone and yes. Foles is just not Foles. Yeah. yeah. I Foles one fantasy year and he just killed it for like three games and he was gone. Are the yeah. Rams playing the Lions? Or wait. Let me see. You said Stafford, right? Um, The Rams are playing the Ravens oh, at Ravens. Oh, 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 That's oh. nation. You can't speak yeah. for Afterbus for us all like that. Get, sign in with, with your own login, Alexis. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 Nick Foles is just he's average to me. So he's yeah, he's yeah, too average. Sanchez played for the Eagles too. That trade was a bust all around. Yeah, Sanchez is just and then I love him, but he's not great. Anymore. Victor Cruz's season's over. Yeah. Not surprising. He's made of glass. Yes, he is. He is. Sadly, he's he made is. of that nice, like blown good glass, though. Like yeah. he's good like when he's good. Well, yeah, but he's always injured. I feel like every season he's injured. Right. So they're lucky. The Giants are lucky. I'm sorry, Ben. I don't mean to bring up the Giants around you, but <laughs> they're lucky that they've got Odell Beckham in there to kind of pick up the slack for the loss of Victor Cruz. But, yes, yeah. but they don't have they right at this moment. They don't have another force like Odell, but Odell. Beckham, true. That can powerhouse the defense. Yeah, but Cruz has been not there the whole season. It's not like no, they just lost the Cruz. Yet. It's no, just yeah. he's not coming back. So I don't think that that's going to affect what they've been doing this season so far. Not he hasn't been, you know, a target or a threat at all. All right. Well, Benjamin, Matthew, it's been a pleasure to have you guys. Thank um, you. Tell Thank the you. fans out there again where they can watch their sh- your show, what time, and where they can find you on Twitter if they want to follow you. Okay, uh, our show's Best Ones Whatever, 8.30 on Disney Channel. And my Instagram and Twitter is the Ben Royer. And the show's on Sunday. Oh, sorry <laughs> to mention that. And my Twitter and Instagram is the Matthew Royer. Please follow me. Hashtag Twingers. Twingers, yes. Twingers. Um, thank Wait, you guys. first tell them what Twingers mean. Twingers gingers. Twingers, and it's our hashtag. We that might it. be the, the best hashtag I've heard in a really long time. Um, thank you guys so much for coming. It was thank really you. fun thank to have you. you. And you guys can keep up with me at I-A-M-S-T-E-F-Z. Also, check out Rare Breed Lifestyle brand, my t-shirt company. And you can find me on Instagram or Twitter at Tina Cap. And, yeah, we'll see you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Oh, uh, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 